So today, um, I'm very excited to welcome um, the opinion team um, to our SeedCamp podcast series. Uh, this is Carlos, a uh, partner at SeedCamp, and with me I have uh, Tom Wilson uh, and the opinion team, which is a recent SeedCamp investment member of the family. Um, and the reason why this podcast is so interesting to some extent is largely the meta nature of it. We are using Opinions Podcast app to record the podcast about opinion. Exactly. It feels yeah. amazing. I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, and it was only, only very recently that we were going back and forth on Twitter, uh, learning and sort of chatting about what you guys are doing. Um, maybe what we can do is just to, just to introduce the audience to a little bit about who you guys are as individuals. You want to quickly just jump into what, what, what brought you here? Yeah, so I'm Tor. Um, I was uh, usually uh, or pr previously doing uh, start startups that was called uh, Loopcam. And uh, it was an animation app that uh, my co-founder Håkan also was working with. Uh, and prior to that, I was a designer in uh, the advertising business. And my name is Håkan Vara, and I'm a developer since forever, basically. And I've done a lot of open source stuff. I was involved in Firefox, among other things. And uh, I was, as Tor mentioned, part of Loop Camp and been around, yeah. So you guys clearly um, from a part of the world that is really design-centric. You want to tell us a little bit about your your time in, in, in your hometown, how you came over here? I know that you, in your previous startup, you were based not too far from here. Right, uh, Loopcam was based in Berlin, uh, but we started in Stockholm. And um, Berlin by then felt like a very interesting startup hub to, to be at, and uh, Stockholm was very young in a startup perspective. Uh, but then I moved back to Stockholm, and a lot of things has changed in then, and um, I've been to London a lot and gotten this super amazing network here, and uh, I really like being here as well. So now let's go to your new project, Opinion. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why I was really excited about what you guys were doing is because of this emergence of the podcasting scene um, as, uh, as something that's going somewhat mainstream, right? Um, you want to touch a little bit upon kind of how you got to the idea that opinion as an app should exist as opposed to all the other tools that have existed for a long time and, and why now might be the, the right time for, for a podcasting uh, a new spin on podcasting. Sure. I've been into this um, world of, of audio making in all sorts of ways before. Uh, I'm also a musician and uh, this spring I made a podcast myself. And uh, then people who were less tech savvy than me started asking me how to make their own podcasts. And I tried to find more um, or less, less techy solutions for doing that and, and especially for the, the phone. And that didn't exist. So we saw a lot of apps that were like, uh, for example, the voice memo app that are really simple but have super bad editing features. And then we have the music production apps, which has a lot of features that you don't need when you're just recording a simple monologue or dialogue. I mean, you don't need music uh, drum loops or you need a, don't need a BPM counter, for example. So we wanted to make a tool just for recording monologues and dialogues, uh, simple as that. And... Uh, we started discussing that, me and Håkan, and came up with this concept, and we started building something. I mean, one of the interesting things, for those of you that haven't tried the app, one of the interesting things that um, the app does, which no other app does, is it breaks down conversations into 
components into sound waves that you can both split up, move around, and shuffle. And I think what's brilliant about the idea and by the name of the company is that it truly is about determining somebody's uh, uh, thoughts and opinions and conversations rather than focusing on recording music, for example. And by having those splices, you can then perhaps include new people, move them around. Walk us through kind of what the future of podcasting is going to look like where, where people can treat um, sound waves as something that's easily manipulable, that is something that's visual. How is that going to change the way that people talk? I think we should travel back in time here, about 10 years back, and look how blogging was back in 2005. Because then uh, there was a couple of tools for telling written stories that were, for example, WordPress, you have to set up your own server basically to start blogging. Then Blogger came after a while, Tumblr came and made that process much easier. So it wasn't natural by then to sit down and, and write your opinions and share them to, to people you care about. And we're sort of in the same situation today with podcasting, that 95% of all the podcasts are seemingly made by these audio geeks who are sitting in their home studios, and if you go to their forums, they're competing in who has the best dynamic microphone. And that doesn't really happen with, with the blogging scene today. Uh, people are discussing opinions rather than um, the tool they're using for blogging. So I think we're going towards making spoken stories more common and easier to access and produce for everyone. But what, t t talk us a little bit about the evolution of the story. I mean, to some extent, it's really, it's really funny how much, you know, television trumped radio, and then, of course, internet trumps TV. And it seems like some form of radio is coming back with the success of shows like Startup and Serial. How, how is that going to change both the type of commercial content that's available, but more importantly, the stuff that you guys are going after, with the stuff that is, is, is user-generated, or maybe it's even stuff that hasn't been done, like the way that user-generated photography is changing, reporting. How much is this, this format the new, new, new thing? First of all, people are moving away from analog, uh, analog radio towards choosing what they want to listen to themselves. Podcasting is still kind of niche, but we see that people who are leaving analog radio and who are starting to choose what they want to listen to themselves through uh, digital radio and, and podcasts are much more keen on, on listening to stories than others. So that's one indicator. And on the other hand, we um, see these examples of content being produced for the podcasting format that is much more, uh, like we see many more verticals in the content, so if you're interested in uh, certain countries in East Asia, for example, there's probably a podcast about that. So the, the width or the, the broadness of the content in podcasting is, is being wider and wider, and it's exactly like internet, you'll find a forum about a niche interest, and you will find a podcast about a niche interest as well. Hmm. Interesting. And, and how much do you think that... Um discovery is still something that uh, isn't quite there yet in terms of podcast. I mean, to, to some extent, right now, the only word of mouth show that I hear people talking about is Serial, mm. and that's done an amazing job of sort of bringing up the genre up. But, but where is that headed? Where, where do you see discovery of this? Is, I mean, is there a point where you see podcasts being completely on, on the radio, car radio, the way that uh, traditional radio is? 
or is it always going to be relegated to this kind of intermediate thing? And what do you think it's going to take for it to for podcast to go mainstream? I think someone and hopefully us are going to find out the way that is pleasant to find new content that is relevant to you. Because today, how you browse podcast is through the Apple iTunes directory, and that is really static, and it's basically a catalog. It seems a bit like how those internet portals of the 90s were like, okay, you click on cars, and then you click on a certain kind of category under that, and it's, it's like very uninspiring. And I think that will be one main driver for, for letting normal people find content that they're not aware of. Um, yeah. And how much have you seen in your customer development companies reaching out and wanting to use podcasting as a way of having a voice to their customers? I mean, you see channels like Instagram, now you see um, lots of brands using that as a visual way of sharing kind of their brand ethos, uh, many, many uh, pictures of people wearing products, etc. How is voice and how, how are opinions really the future for you know for brands and, and engagement and user engagement. How do you see those two things coming together? Right, for voice, one thing that is for sure is that when people are starting to subscribe or follow a podcaster, then they're getting very close to that uh, source of information and you're getting a very close relationship with, with uh, the person. And that is obviously a very good thing if you're a brand or a media channel. So in Sweden, for example, we see a couple of news uh, outlets or magazines that are starting to use opinion for communicating with their readers. Uh, and especially in, in uh, businesses where people are maybe not normally sitting down and reading magazines, for example, in the restaurant business. So one of our biggest podcasts is uh, a restaurant podcast. Excellent. Um, well, Tom, did you want to add anything? Um, I just think it's, you know, it's, it's a really exciting time for podcasts. I mean, I just look at the way that, you know, I'm consuming media now and, and I, I find myself more and more time spending listening to podcasts versus listening to kind of like the traditional, you know, listening to music on Spotify or whether it's on SoundCloud. I'm now turning to podcasts a lot more. And I think there is a trend around that and there is around some of the larger shows which have come out. But I do think there is a real gap for kind of like the discovery and there's a lot of kind of other content which I, you know, regularly look at, say, in the blogging sphere, online and you, you're constantly finding things very easily there and there's some great content. If you can move some of that on into the kind of like podcasting space, I think it's, it, it's an incredibly interesting proposition and I mean, it's, we're really excited about, you know, working with Opinion and, and helping them achieve that. Thanks. Excellent. Well, this is the chance that you have now to shamelessly plug Opinion. So, without necessarily pitching the company per se, for all those users out there who are thinking about creating their first podcast, why should they be using Opinion? So, if you're asking that question, then you're probably not familiar with how to make podcasts in, in general, and that's why you should use Opinion, because it's so easy to use uh, that you don't have to have any previous knowledge in how to create audio content. It's as easy as taking a photo, basically. Yeah. Excellent. Well, with that, guys, uh, thanks, and uh, hopefully we'll see some great things from you guys in the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank yes, you. Yes, some great things.